a lot of people think oh, I'm I just care about money right because I, I do a lot of things helping people become really rich or whatever and but really it's because we're using the numbers the measurable thing of money to track this capacity to move between these timelines in a way that we're consciously choosing versus being a slave to our programs our habituations our fears our anxieties because like God didn't make a different playbook for relationships and money and health. It's the same playbook, but through our distorted lens, we start to see a different playbook and think, oh my God, but that's a different playbook. It's all the same. And when we have one thing that we can use to develop mastery in terms of jumping between these timelines, then we can use it for everything else too. You can have the relationship. Oh, I missed out on the relationship. No, you didn't. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another fabulous episode of High Vibe in It. We are excited to introduce you to the one and only Dan the Man. <laughs> I really she wanted to introduce him like that because <laughs> I'm a dork and it sounds awesome. So here we are with lovely Dan. He is awesome. I would say he's an abundance activator. He's an author, a speaker, a coach, an entrepreneur. He does all the things. And today we're going to get into whatever needs to be gotten into. So Dan, thanks for being here. <laughs> Today's show is going to get gut. Sure. <laughs> it's going to get gut. We're getting it, getting it, getting it, getting it. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're super excited to talk to you. And Lindsay, I always let Lindsay ask the first question because she has her little ritual. So Linz. I don't know if it's a Your ritual, turn. but <laughs> I always ask this question because I love to get to know, I just love to get to know people. I know the audience would love to get to know you if for some reason they don't know who you are. Uh, mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, your background and, mm -hmm. and the vibe? I want to know the vibe. So let's, let's tell everybody. Okay. The pressure is on. Yes. The vibe is coming. The vibe, <laughs> the vibe is here. Is, the vibe is here. The, the vibe, vibe has present. arrived. Okay. The, the vibe is upon us. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Mangeta. Uh, also known as Dan Mangetta, uh, also known as Dan the Man. That's Getter. right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I do various modality, methody, transmission-y things, all really just bringing back people to a natural, our natural state. I mean, if you look at nature, in nature, abundance is what we see. The only time that abundance moves out of an experienced thing in nature is when humans get involved because we're really clever and we think we know things. But even in that, nature always seeks to come back to an equilibrium of abundance. It's not something that we have to hustle for, that we have to kill and strive for, that we have to outdo the competition for. It's our natural state. And so everything I'm about is about reminding people about that, whether I'm producing a film, doing a podcast, writing a book, writing an article, or whatever the thing is. Love it. So basically, your thesis of all the transmissions, if we were to give it an overarching theme, is that you are a part of nature, so mm -hmm. you can't be separate from the laws of nature. Which is even if you try. State. <laughs> I love that the the thing that stuck out to me is nature is always trying to get back to the equilibrium of abundance, and that mm -hmm. is absolutely so true. It's mm -hmm. just it's so we're really good at forgetting things like that, like the most basic yeah. laws of the universe. We're just like. Eh, must be hard I know I have that <laughs> I definitely have that's my biggest struggle is like I have this idea this deep 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 idea and there's reasons but 
the idea that it must be hard or mm -hmm. it's not sustainable. If it's an easy get or if it feels mm -hmm. easy, it's a trick, right? So mm -hmm. I know a lot of people have that situation going on in some area of their life or or in a season perhaps. So can we speak about where you are with that idea and how you mm -hmm. can kind of move through into like, it actually doesn't have to be hard because we know it here. We know it consciously, mm -hmm. but it's getting it into that and, and embodying that idea that I think is the biggest piece. Quick question, ladies. Sure. Are expletives banned on your platform? No, we encourage them. Go for it. It's bullshit. That's what it is. It's bullshit. <laughs> That's what I have to say about it, Lindsay. It's bullshit. No, it's it, and and the thing is, again, we humans, we find ourselves to be so clever with our cleverness, which mm -hmm. isn't as clever as we think it is. And in our cleverness, we're like, oh yes, we know all of the things, including the things that we don't really know. Yeah. And so, in my wisdom, here's a, for anyone who's listening to that and doesn't really believe me, I'm going to pose a question: Have you seen your own ass <laughs> in the mirror? I'm going to need some more but that's not, like, But that's not yours. That's a reflection of your ass. Okay. Oh, really? oh, 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 oh. Okay. So no, no, we've, I don't think anyone. Have oh. you seen your own face? No. No. So you've seen neither your face nor your butt crack. And yet, <laughs> with that How lack of personal experience. How are we going to finish the show? I can't. <laughs> You're killing me. You are amazing. Okay. Keep going. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. I receive. Receiving. Right. <laughs> receiving the things as I look at my reflection and my butt crack. Um, so we haven't seen our own butt crack in its fullness. We've not seen our own face in its fullness. We've maybe seen a photo, depending on how you get down with your photography of your bedroom activities. Maybe it's video. I don't know. And that's all good also. No judgment here at all. Um, but yet we presume that one that, that one who has not even seen their own face can understand the detailed workings of the freaking universe. And it yeah. brings us into this egoic, deluded idea that we can take that understanding and say how things should work out or say what things should be, including that it has to be hard. Okay. There are 8 billion people in the world, trillions of organisms going on in every single one of those people. How many different thoughts and constructive things going on? We don't know how things have to be. And yet we latch on to this bullshit idea that it has to be hard. Yeah, I have a, it, it is kind of a paradox though, isn't it? Because when you think about it on like the way you're explaining it, it makes perfect sense because it does seem like it's coming from, well, I know it mm -hmm. feels true. So it must be true. Right. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, most of the time it comes from a place of not necessarily, well, you know, in my case, not necessarily the ego of like, I know it has to be this way, but I think am I deserving? It's like the opposite of like my, my human knowledge and my ego is telling me this is true. Mm -hmm. It's, it almost feels like the underbelly of that, which is like, it must be hard because how could it possibly be that easy for this human? <laughs> it's bullshit. Lindsay. It's so bullshit. It's bullshit. It bullshit to the max. It's bullshit. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but the thing is, but it's bullshit that has substance. And, and one of mm -hmm. the, a couple of things, first and foremost, possibility doesn't equate probability. Right. And I want everybody that's listening, including you delightful humans here, possibility does not equate probability. So it's possible that it could be hard. But we don't have to increase the probability of that by claiming it as a definite outcome. It's possible that I am subject to a commitment to the illusion of my unworthiness. 
but I don't have to increase the probability of my physically experiencing people, places, and things, emotions, and circumstances that equate to that bullshit story. I am available to another story, but not whilst I'm holding on to a commitment that the dark side, that underbelly that you described has to be my experience. Yeah. Word. So what I'm hearing is stay open to the possibilities outside of your limited programming bullshit. and mindset. Yes. And yeah, when, <laughs> this this is good. I love this bullshit lane because mm -hmm. when I, I'm, I am someone who um, I guess works best in tough love, but only for myself. Nobody mm -hmm. else can try to give me that except for me. Okay. And maybe my spirit. Guys. I'm tough on my own self. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everyone else can be sweet. I'm going to be like, all right, get it together. You know better, you know. <laughs> and when I find these things creeping up, it really is an attractive idea for me to be like, in the mirror no 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 that's bullshit let's move on <laughs> like it just feels even, so I've got, empowering I've got, even more power, I've got an empowering <laughs> way for you to actually get beyond it because here's the thing let's do it if you look at it and call it bullshit then you're accepting it as bullshit and therefore cementing its position in your life as bullshit in fact all that we really need to do is say oh how interesting and then give it no attention at all how interesting I like this approach because it's the zero resistance. Yeah, You're not making resistance. it an enemy. You're not nope. claiming it as your reality. Right. It's just, nope. oh, what an interesting, interesting. thought. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Like, have, um, have either of you read The New Earth by Eckhart Tolle? Yes. Uh, right. I have so it. It's right there, but I don't <laughs> Okay. Shelf to help. be read. Da, da, da. I know, right? So there's Shelf a story... <laughs> But you'll recognize, Kelsey, there's a story in it where there's the guy, like there was the, the monk that lived in the village and um, a young lady gets pregnant and she blames the monk in the village for having knocked her up. And everyone's like, oh, you knocked up this lady. He's like, is that so? Oh. And then uh, the baby's born and the parents are like, you got to look after this baby. He's like, okay, is that so? Right. And then they, they come back later and they say, oh, well, actually, you know, actually the little guy from the baker shop or whatever, who's who knocked up the girl, he's a real dad. They want the baby back. And he's been raising this kid. And he's like, is that so? And it's not that he, it's not that he, he didn't get caught up. He knew that he hadn't had sex with the girl. He knew that the kid wasn't his. He knew that he probably formed a bond with the kid. And that's an extreme example as those old school Chinese guys were used to getting into like, oh, is that so? And we probably aren't going to be so neutral but to at least open up to the possibility of not getting caught up in the story so that we can start to move into deeper levels of is that so, right? Oh, that thing's coming up in my mind again. Okay, well, I can only generate an ongoing emotional response from the thing and therefore habits and behaviors and a physical experience if I hold on to it. And even telling it, hey, you piss off, actually is just giving it life because I'm acknowledging yeah. that it's even there. So it's this dance between denying it life and accepting its existence long enough to move on to something else. I call it the difference between a reframe and a bypass. I'm not pretending mm -hmm. that it's not there. I'm accepting it, but I'm only accepting it long enough to not accept its place in my reality. Mm. The sweet spot. It is acceptance. a sweet spot. Where you're not spot. taking it on, but... Yeah, you're right. You can't also deny it or bypass it because right. that's not helpful either because your true no. power is in like your starting place, right? If you don't know where you're starting, how can you go anywhere? I always give the analogy of like the GPS needs your starting point too, right? You there can't just go. say, I want to go here. And then it's just yeah. like knows where but you are. Where are right? you? 
right. where you I have... said I am in my <laughs> meditation. Really? Right. Exactly. You teleported? Good luck with that one, mate. Um, <laughs> right. So it's okay yeah. to look at where you are mm -hmm. without judgment is more helpful way to do it. And without attachment is a super helpful way to do it. So yeah. And, and really so look at where you are knowing that you don't have to stay there. Yeah. Right. This is where I, this is where I am right now. And I'm open to where I'm going to go next. Exactly. We mm. we talk about this a lot on the show that that idea of accepting what is, uh, and not believing that you are giving up or settling or surrendering. Surrendering, mm -hmm. yes, but in a good way of like, yes, I understand, mm -hmm. and yet I'm still moving forward. <laughs> like I get yeah. it, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna be over here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like this is where I'm going. To. This is the step that I'm on in the journey yeah. to where I'm going. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of empowerment in that. And, and it's a, it's a hard, sometimes can be a hard thing to come to grips with, especially if you are, um, human, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something else, but no, it's just a hard thing. It's human. Yeah, you know? I, I, do you know what? Life is hard sometimes. And that's yeah. part parcel of the thing. And the that's second that we here. can accept that life is going to be hard sometimes, we can stop pretending it's not going to be hard and then dying under the crushing truth of the fact that it is hard sometimes. And we can res develop resilience and resourcefulness to deal with those hard times. The hard times don't get easier. We get stronger. Mm -hmm. And the hard times, although haven't changed in their hardness, we are stronger and therefore can navigate them with more grace and ease. What do we say? It doesn't get easier. You just get better. That's right. Yes. That's our motto here on High And it's bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to get one more. I had to get one more out. Get one in. <laughs> I love that. So I kind of want to go back to the, the conversation of nature being abundant and we are nature. How do we come back to this remembrance? Because it's one thing to like put it in your brain like, oh, yeah, I am a part of nature. So how can I be separate from the laws of nature? But then I feel like it's another to really integrate it into your nervous system and feel that you are connected to that. So mm -hmm. what would you say is um, a perspective shift that you love that helps get people there or a process or anything mm -hmm. along those lines? I would definitely say micro shifting is the key to that micro shifting. I define as a consistent series of baby steps in the direction of a consciously chosen outcome. So the consciously chosen outcome in this instance is like being cognitive and, you know, resolute in my understanding and my experience of nature as being my natural state. Okay. That's where I'm going. So I need to be consistent in my baby steps and I define baby steps really in terms of minimum deliverables and a minimum deliverable is any small thing that moves me in the direction of where I'm going. See, a lot of people I find get stuck going somewhere because they try to get there at super speed or they try to get there in steps or leaps outside of their comfort zone, so far outside that they end up short-circuiting, nervous system goes off and all the things. So instead of me saying, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning following this meditation and, ah, oh, I'm Patri, I'm going to be like connected back to my nature. Actually, what if I just ask myself, what's one thing that I can do today mm -hmm. to integrate a deeper remembrance of my natural state, no matter how small. Maybe it's just connected with nature. Maybe it's changing one input or maybe it's shifting one relationship dynamic that's disrupting that relationship. Maybe it's introducing a regular reminder in terms of a, a habituation of practice that I'm gonna do every day. But if I consistently do that every day, it's physically impossible that I cannot arrive at the destination of that remembrance being the way that I do my life. Beautiful. Healthy. I love him. You just break it down. He really break does. It down. It's People so really do like underestimate what they can do in little chunks mm -hmm. and overestimate what they can do in like a big leap. Yeah. 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 It's true. Anyone can do 
uh, what's that saying? 1% better, right? If you can mm -hmm. do, if you can be 1% better every day and not, and stop trying to focus on changing overnight or, or mm -hmm. doing, as you said, leaps and bounds in the direction, it's, mm -hmm. that's not sustainable really. Um, but if you can do, what did you call it? Micro shifts? Micro shifting. Beautiful. Beautiful. Anyone can do one thing, two things, little mm -hmm. things a day that really help them in that direction. It's just so doable and so easy. And the question becomes, why do we have this obsession with needing to do everything in one go? I think it's fear. Totally. Fear that it's not going to happen. Discomfort with where I am. Mm -hmm. A desire to get there as a shortcut because I'm not prepared to do the work. None of that's sustainable. Can I love myself enough to be where I am in these steps to where I'm going and to enjoy the process, even with the discomfort? That's the game. Mm -hmm. We've been talking a lot on the show about getting more comfortable with being uncomfortable because mm -hmm. that's where a lot of the magic is and that's where growth is. if we're if we're speaking of being in nature and being non-resistant as a practice like if you're resisting where you are or you're resisting how you feel you're resisting what you want you're resisting what you don't have whatever whatever you know it's just keeps you in that energy of stuck Mm -hmm. and closed and heavy mm -hmm. and that just mm -hmm. makes your experience of being uncomfortable even worse <laughs> mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. less tolerable <laughs> mm -hmm. so to embrace the uncomfortability and make it okay that sometimes life is hard sometimes life is uncomfortable that's a part of the process that's a part of being human it's natural mm -hmm. <laughs> right it's in your nature to be uncomfortable sometimes i think that's a really helpful way to look at things did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, lower productivity, and even reduced white blood cell count, which is what helps you fight against disease, viruses, bacteria, and more? Beam Sleep Product Dream Powder is their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. It tastes delicious. It puts you to sleep fast and it helps you sleep solid for hours. And for me, I wake up super refreshed. Like I thought I was a great sleeper before I tried this product already. And then I slept with it and I slept like a rock and I woke up like bing, so energized, which is very unlike me. So I highly, highly recommend this product. 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. You just mix it into some hot water, some nut milk, you stir and enjoy it before bedtime. They also have a new flavor, which is worth mentioning, sea salt caramel. The sea salt caramel dream powder is only available for a limited time. So be sure to grab some before it runs out at the end of the summer. And if you don't love anything by Beam, you can get your money back guaranteed for a limited time. Get 35% off when you go to shopbeam.com slash vibin and use code vibin at checkout. That's shopbeam.com slash vibin and use code vibin for up to 35% off. And you're never, you know, this, this is a good topic too, because there's a lot of, um, with the micro shifting, it becomes a lot easier to, to do one thing, two things, little things, right? When in doubt, mm -hmm. hug a tree, you'll feel great. I promise you stick yeah. your face in the sun for a minute. You'll feel great. Um, <laughs> but, but it's okay. Also, yes, exactly. It's okay. Also to not know what to do and to give yeah. yourself that space to figure it out. Because I know that, um, for me again, <laughs> for me, it can become a challenge on top of a challenge of like, well, I don't know what to do. 
I must figure it out. And now I have two challenges. <laughs> it's like figure <laughs> it out and then do the thing where, you know, I could easily, and I, it's so funny that you're on today because on Friday I decided to wake up, decide how I wanted to feel that day. And I wrote three teeny tiny little things that I could do that day to feel in the, in the vibration of how I wanted to feel. And that's something that I'm really trying to do more consistently. And then today you come up in perfect timing and say the exact same thing. So I don't think it's a coincidence and I don't think it's a coincidence for anybody listening. Um, if you've done what I've done for a long time and made it extremely more difficult than it needs to be, <laughs> you don't have to know right now. You can just sit no. and and wait for it to come to you or do it later. You don't have to know now. And the thing is, sometimes the knowing now has us running away from the experience of what's here now versus, okay, let me sit with what's here right now for a minute. Yeah. Is that uncomfortable? Maybe. But the discomfort, that's where the, the growth is. Like if you're comfortable, you're not growing. Mm -hmm. And if you're too uncomfortable that you're not doing anything, you're not going anywhere either, you're stuck. So it's finding again, the sexy sweet spot of the discomfort that facilitates growth. And I call it pushing your edge and not your buttons, pushing your edge and not your buttons, leaning into the growth and the discomfort up until the point where it feels so uncomfortable that you get stuck and then ease back a bit, sit with it. And then when that gets a little too comfortable or the tension starts to ease up a bit, lean in again and sometimes you're going to coast a little bit and you're not really going to be growing you're going to be chilling and enjoying the growth that you've done so far everything is seasonal again nature it's seasonal mm. like we've got spring we've got summer we've got fall where things die and fall away and then we've got winter when things replenish and re rejuvenate ready for the springtime again if we just allow ourselves to move in these natural uh, these natural faces and listen to our body listen to our heart directing them directing that Versus trying to cognitively dictate the steps again, you know, the non -brack, the non butt crack seers. Oh, I haven't seen my butt crack, but I, I will, I will divide the, the nature of the universe and the, the seasons in which I must move and I will move forward now in spite of my need to rest. Yes. It's if ridiculous. anyone actually has seen their own butt crack, please, please leave a comment in the Patreon. I need <laughs> in to know fullness, we need in to fullness. know. Yeah. In fullness. <laughs> yes. There's a caveat. It's not like half the crack. Because if you could like... <laughs> You might see the top of it. Oh, I see it. Well, someone's got a really fat ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you've had surgery and you've got a really fat ass and it's like out to the side or something. Yeah. That doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> and naturally occurring butt crack. You know, I in its entirety. <laughs> there are those contortionists that probably have been, been able Maybe, to see them. But, but they, they haven't still... seen their own face. We we'll use the say, face as well. We we'll use the face as well. They've never seen their own face ever, ever. <laughs> so it is interesting. I, I, I love this idea. Uh, talking about it on paper, it sounds great. In the moments when I'm coasting yes. uh, and I'm speaking for me mm -hmm. and when I do speak for me, I feel like I'm speaking for like a big chunk of our audience too. Um, when I'm in those <laughs> seasons, right, of oh, chilling. Oh, y'all out there thinking like me. <laughs> mm -hmm, I know you're out there, I see you. But when you're in the season of chilling, like everything's fine, I have no reason mm -hmm. to worry or be concerned. Everything is, my life is beautiful right now. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But what if I miss something? <laughs> you know, ah. you know what I'm saying? Like, should we, should we get quantum on them? Should we get Ke quantum on you guys? Kelsey knows like on the days when I, when I'm not worried, I'm like, but should I be worried about not being worried? <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Anyway, do you know what I'm trying to say? It's like such a weird, you, it's so weird. I'm with you. I see you, boo-boo. You ready? <laughs> yes. Did you call her Bubba? I'm going to start boo -boo. her Bubba. Boo-boo. So, oh, I thought you well, said Bubba, Bubba and then Boo-boo. We can just call me Baba Boo Boo. Baba Boo Boo. Baba Baba Boo Boo. Baba Lulu. 
Oh goodness! I was promised quantum. Let's go there. Let's go quantum. <laughs> okay, she's over the nicknames. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, if we look at the nature of reality as is, and by the way, caveat: I'm not a quantum scientist. Neither am I a chiropractor who pretends to be a quantum physicist or a neuroscientist. I'm not. I'm a dude that reads some stuff and understands a basic level, something that doesn't need to be as complicated as it's sometimes put forward. So let's get to the simplicity as a non-scientist speaking science. Caveat done? In it. Right. So if the quantum model is correct and everything's happening here and now, including every conceivable variation of this moment and every inconceivable variation of this moment, how the dickens can I miss anything? Because it is happening. I'm just not getting to witness it. Mm-hmm. mic drop i love it so you can't get it wrong you can't miss out so what like the universe is going to move in a perfect order and it's moving in an infinite number of perfect orders there is no perfect plan because that removes infinite possibilities infinite sequence of sequencings and sequences of nows that we call timelines and every single one of them is happening we just get to, in this meat suit, consciously observe one of them at a time. So the one that you didn't see has happened anyway. So why are you going to lose the experience of the one that you're in, worrying about the one that another variation of you is seeing in another timeline that they're probably seeing in fullness and completeness? And you're here worrying about your butt crack. <laughs> Boom. Take that, Bubba's. Bringing it back <laughs> to the butt crack. Back to the butt crack. And I like this idea that you can't get it wrong because we do say this a lot. Like you can't, you can't choose wrong. (laughs) I believe it would the way that the universe works. If you want something, there's a reason Mm -hmm. you want it. It has entered your Mm -hmm. awareness. There is a way to get Mm -hmm. it. And I like Mm -hmm. this idea. I mean, it's not an idea. I I totally believe in the the multiverse situation and the quantumness Mm -hmm. of it all. And Kevin Feige said it is real. It's real. If you can, (laughs) yes. If you can. Uh, get on board with that idea and if you could re- just reach down and grab any one of those realities like mm-hmm. you you really do have the opportunity to, to do that in a way mm-hmm. um, and if you miss out you know you don't really miss out but if if mm-hmm. you as you said I forget the exact elegant words you put it in but another variation of you is experiencing that in its fullness I totally believe there's going to be another opportunity for you to do so as well, because mm-hmm. there's an unlimited, if we're talking about abundance, opportunity mm-hmm. is one of those things that falls into the category of limitless abundance. You're always going to have another uh, chance to fall back into alignment or to attract the thing or to do the thing or whatever be mm-hmm. in the relationship. I just think there's an, there's a fallacy that there is, you know, if I miss the boat, I'm never going to get another shot. That's lack. That's the mind. And it's bullshit. Is bullshit, mama. And the, and the crazy thing as well is that even if you look at how we move through the concept of time, we're moving between these timelines all the time anyway. It's just most of the time we're doing it unconsciously. So we're navigating the balance between these experiences and these timelines. Oh my God, I missed the thing, which actually puts us into another timeline of missing the thing, gives us the emotions mm. of missing the thing, which perpetuates more association with timelines of, of missing things versus I'm at peace with what I have. I'm grateful for what I have, which brings us into more into alignment with timelines where we're grateful for what we have because we're just experiencing what we have and grooving that way instead. Mm. You know, it's, it's this cosmic game that we are losing the opportunity to experience fully now because we're worried about the nows that we didn't experience in a now that's not even real anymore. 
or the or nows the that we, we have think yet. we won't experience. Yeah. <laughs> so we're already yeah. mourning the future. Whether past mourning or future. future. Yeah. Which doesn't bring us into a conscious relationship with it where we can start to call in what we want. So what do you do? I mean, a lot of people think, oh, I'm, I just care about money, right? Because I, I do a lot of things helping people become really rich or whatever. And, but really, it's because we're using the numbers, the measurable thing of money to track this capacity to move between these timelines in a way that we're consciously choosing versus being a slave to our programs, our habituations, our fears, our anxieties. Because like the, God didn't make a different playbook for relationships and money and health. It's the same playbook, but through our distorted lens, we start to see a different playbook and think, oh my God, but that's a different playbook. It's all the same. And when we have one thing that we can use to develop mastery in terms of jumping between these timelines, then we can use it for everything else too. You can have the relationship. Oh, I missed out on the relationship. No, you didn't. Another version, if you had that relationship, your one is still to come if you choose to step into it. Or you can be a little piece of shit or whatever and just be, oh, I'm going to be on a victim, blah, blah, blah. And keep yourself locked in a timeline where you keep not having it. It's up to yeah. you. But consciously or unconsciously, you are selecting what that timeline is. My offer is to do it consciously. And to have that abundance in your relationships, in your finances, in your vitality, in your choices, all of the yumminess here and now. Mm, yes, I like it. So I'm getting this ping, like a psychic attack from the listeners. They want us to talk about money. <laughs> They're like, we're abundance guy and you guys aren't talking enough about money. So... <laughs> Let's just go or, there. <laughs> or have we been talking about money the whole time? Right, right. But I think maybe let's just like, let's spell it out a little bit more. Yes. So let's put some numbers um, on the board. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of money, the people that you've worked with that become the most masterful at getting rich in dollars mm -hmm. or ruby or whatever the money is, what would you say are some key components or things that they had to overcome or work through? in order to be masterful in this realm? First and foremost, dropping that it's work and making it a game. That's why my book all about money is called Money Game. Money Game, number one. Like number it. two, remembering that it's just numbers on a screen nowadays. So there's a book called The Bitcoin Standard. I don't remember the name of the guy that wrote it, but it's called The Bitcoin Standard. It's a white book with some orangey stuff on the cover. But he literally goes into the history of money and how money's been given different meaning over time. And how, you know, there was gold, there was cockle shells, there was bits of glass. And right now, money is just literally someone decided arbitrarily or had a vote or whatever and typed a button and the number showed up on a screen. And then for some of it, because I think like 10% or 7% of the money that's actually in circulation in terms of US dollars is printed in dollar bills. The rest of it's actually just numbers on the screen that arbitrarily move around. And those numbers on a screen only have value if they move around. And all you need to do to get those numbers on the screen to come to you is to be in an exchange with someone where you give them a reason to give those numbers to you. The second that you understand, it's just these numbers on the screen moving around, following value and following purpose. And that all you need to do is create value and create purpose and those numbers move to you. Then it's not this, oh my God, money. Oh, it's just numbers on the screen, literally, that move around all the time anyway. Yes. I always think about it like that. Cause when I realized that only so much money was like physical and the rest was just these numbers on a screen, zeros moving around, debt being passed, like it's not actually a thing <laughs> to accumulate. Mm -hmm. Right. Then it does become a very interesting game. And I have to ask, 
are you a Bitcoin maxi? Are you a Bitcoiner? Um, what does mm-hmm. maxi mean? <laughs> it means that you think Bitcoin is the only crypto worth holding and you don't hold anything else. And Got you it. try to get all your friends and family to buy Bitcoin and you're basically upset. Is that what you are, Kels? Because that sounds like you. <laughs> uh, I was at one point, but I'm more open <laughs> now. <laughs> Kelsey's the Bitcoin queen over here. Yeah. I mean, a I'm, into bit, a bit a bit. I'm, I'm into a bit of cheeky crypto. Um, I'm actually got, I'm a, I'm a sad loser. Bitcoin, <laughs> why did you lose you why, a lot of Luna? Oh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't touch that shit. I was in Bitcoin <laughs> in 2013 and I didn't understand where it was going. Like, Aww. yeah, and I then know where the story going. Then overnight, like Bitcoin was like, shit, I'd have like 30, 40 million if I had. A oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure oh, a lot of people, the best of us. Yeah, a lot I was of people one of those. those stories. I'm just, so, I just don't get any of it. My husband, well, I'll, I'll ask Abel. Maybe my husband will like know about it, but he's not gotten into it either. And he's usually that guy. But the thing is, there's a lot of mixed messages now. There's a lot of people that preach. And again, we're not financial advisors, listeners. We're just shooting the shit, right. chopping some stuff up <laughs> for educational purposes only because yes. I'm not trying to get sued. Um, <laughs> don't know about y'all, but I ain't trying to get no lawsuit. No um, lawsuit here, please. But I mean, I use it as an inflation hedge. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal feeling with the current situation is it's very interesting that BlackRock, one of the biggest hedge funds in the world, just bought out Coinbase. And they're on the verge of putting through the biggest legislation on cryptocurrency in the US just before the prices suddenly went down from 60 to 20,000 and have been kept there every time it tries to go up it gets brought back down again Hmm. and institutional money cannot get in on the bitcoin game without legislation right and there are trillions and trillions and trillions of institutional money that want to get in and gold has been artificially clipped down as well Mm -hmm. when inflation we we've got the biggest inflation for 40 years and gold prices suppressed like if you understand basic economics that makes no sense at all a lot of nonsense so going on these days. Nonsensical. So I keep a percentage of my overall portfolio in cryptocurrency. Um, I keep um, Ethereum as well because Ethereum has got more utility mm-hmm. than Bitcoin. So I keep some of that. And I've got a basket of smaller coins as well that have done very well for me over time. Uh, but I'm very much a hodler. I don't really let go of my crypto. And I, I buy a little bit every single day. So I get an average, an average, an average pricing. <laughs> but that's my, uh, my, cryptocurrency philosophy love it but we yeah, never talk about crypto on the money. show so i'm like Crypt- excited to just bring, You're it, excited? bring it into the conversation yeah. <laughs> yeah. crypto is man's money if you look if anyone wants to understand it you can get your hubby to do this too as well boo boo bubba and um, the bitcoin standard it will break down exactly what money has been where money's going and where cryptocurrency specifically bitcoin stands in terms of money as a function and where, um, what was the book? resource you said? What's the book? It's called The Bitcoin Standard. Bitcoin Standard. Oh, that's the one you were talking about earlier with the orangey yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's the book. That one, will, it breaks it down. And I love the way he spends like his whole time giving the entire history of money, talking about how um, the way that they've done quantitative easing recently, how it was done historically, how it's always happened, how currencies always crashed and always ended up being something different. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. Okay. Love Kelsey, it. I think he might have just gotten me to buy a Bitcoin book. 
I'm I've not only sure been yet. I'm like to tell sure you about it happened. for years, but it's fine. I'm not going to take it personally. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, also, <laughs> another resource if you guys are like, "Ooh, what is money? Ooh, what is Bitcoin?" Um, a podcast that I really love is called "What Is Money" by Robert Breedlove, and I'm trying to get him on the show. So, Robert, please come on our show. But um, come yeah. on, Robert, come and hang out. <laughs> come on, like, Robert, come WTF, hang on, high vibe in it. We want to know. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, back to the wealth building, back to being rich. Can we t- can we talk about some, I feel like there's still this big, like massive program that being rich is like sticky or not good or it makes somehow, you some type of person. Yeah, that you're somehow going to change overnight if you have a bunch can of money. Can we call out some of this bullshit? Can you give some mm-hmm. of your beneficial perspectives on this? Yeah. It's bullshit. I knew it. <laughs> I thought he was going to say it. Yeah. Money's just a tool. Money doesn't have an agenda. Exactly. Oh my God. This pen's going to make me evil. It's the bringer <laughs> of all news saying, no, it's, it's, red. A, it's a freaking tool. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I'm the devil. <laughs> it's just a tool that allows me to transmit messages by making squiggles on a page. Money is just a tool that allows me to exchange value with people to get things that I need. It has no opinion. If you're a twat without money, you're going to be a twat with money. Oh my God. Truth. Yes. This is what I say. And this is true about everything. The Who mm-hmm. you are as a person is who mm-hmm. you're going to be in the relationship in with money, with, yeah. with all of you. You're job. a twat. Go, go sort your life out. Okay. I have a quick update for you guys. There are a few spots left for the October 12th through 17th radical self-love retreat, which is coming up so quick. I'm super excited. So if you want to participate in a week full of activations, upgrades, luxury, and play in Mexico, join us. We're going to visit a private beach, ride ATVs, have Reiki performed on us, pull all the cards, do a bunch of healing work, eat yummy, yummy food, hang by the pool, and so much more. Don't forget, you save $500 when you come with a friend. And I have to say that this might be one of the last ones because I'm thinking of shifting focus to couples retreats next. So if you don't want to miss out on this retreat, now's your time. Visit kelseyaida.com slash retreat to apply today. Hey, Lindsay here. What if I told you you could get unlimited access to some of my best hypnotherapy, mindset hacks, and courses right at your fingertips anytime you want it? It's all inside my Align Your Mind membership. Joining AYM gets you instant access to my entire digital hypnotherapy library with topics for any desire you have, plus a huge selection of bonus content, courses, trainings, and resources for deep, long-lasting transformations that I reserve for members' eyes only. Whatever you desire to embody or release, I got you covered, and there's always something new to explore and benefit from. Your biggest desires are waiting to be achieved, and the AYM membership can get you there. So to join and get more info, hit the link in the episode description and start exploring your limitless potential. I I mean, me personally, I've been really blessed that um, I've had really stupidly wealthy people that I've been able to spend a lot of time with over my life who are good humans that do good stuff. And so I haven't been plagued with that on my wealth journey. I got to hang out with Sir Richard Branson, the founder of Virgin on his private island early this year. Really, really cool guy. Um, I'm in a mastermind called Maverick 1000, where everybody's a lot richer than me, pretty much, <laughs> and are really, really cool people. We sit and solve world problems together and come up with solutions for really cool stuff um, to have impact in the world. So I get 
on a regular basis, literally on a daily basis, fabulously wealthy, successful people that I get to hang out with who are doing things that aren't twats. And so I understand that a lot of people do have this idea because there are some twats there with money, but it's not mm. the money that makes them a twat. It's the the twat that they are that makes them a twat, you know? And so <laughs> spend some time maybe looking behind just who the media gives you to look at mm. and do some research. Go and get the Forbes 500 and research some of the people on there. Go and get the thousand, the, the Sunday Times thousand richest people list if you're in Europe. Look at who some of those people are. Look at the giving list. Most of those lists will also have a giving list. Take a look at that. Mm. See who those people are. Look at the movers and shakers that are creating value in the world not just the people that are twats. Word. Yeah. And I think it also <laughs> speaks to, I mean, this is along the same vein and we're going to, we don't need to rehash it, but a, a bigger, a big piece of it as well is like, well, is it selfish to want a bunch of money? Is it, you know, Depends. whatever. Are you going to be selfish with it? Exactly. Easy, easy question. Are mm-hmm. you going to be You'll selfish, be self- with, selfish it? with it? Think about this. And this is, you know, if we look at the socialist aka communist perspective on some of these things right um if nobody's creating the value then where are the jobs going to come from mm-hmm. tax the rich take all of their resources they don't need all of it okay but if you're not going to incentivize people to create value and to create jobs and to add to the economy then what's going to happen what happens to innovation a lot of people were getting upset that sir richard branson was making spaceships instead of solving world hunger well he does put a lot of money into world hunger and also innovation is what creates the solutions that are going to help future problems and actually help us better evolve some of the problems that we've got some of the greatest technological advances that are helping us to change the world are coming from people dreaming and going for bigger things Mm. we can't hold back the human spirit of innovation because of fear and an inability within us to actually contribute something practically to a solution one of the funniest things i had was a person who actually kind of was like getting at me because I only talk about money apparently which I don't but anyway it took us a while to get onto money actually in this <laughs> conversation <laughs> but then they were like coming to ask me to support a project that they're doing with money oh so now my money is helpful whereas right. like before it's like oh oh you know consciousness is more important consciousness is not going to pay your bills mate mm. sorry it's not going to put food in your belly money is is it the most important thing no but it's a tool that allows us to move and shake through physical reality in an easier way. Mm. Worshipping it, giving it a value over and above humanity and being a decent person, you're just one of the twats, right? It, it doesn't, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yes. A freaking man. Great talk, guys. This is this is going good. Should we head I'm over to the to Patreon now? Yes, or should because- we give a little extra tidbit here and then go over to the Patreon. Well, unless you have a tidbit, I think he's just hitting every nail that I can't even think of yet. And it's just like knocking it out of the park. I can't even think of another question that people would want to know because I mean, this has been so expansive. Just, well, it just you. has. Okay. Best, so I know how we man. can wrap it up. Okay. Here's what we'll do. We'll open the floor to Dan, the man to just maybe speak one last tidbit or thesis or overarching piece of advice or one piece of action that you want the people to really take home today mm. from your words. What is the one thing you really want to land for them? Go, no pressure. <laughs> Except for the pressure that's there. Um, <laughs> I'd say in all of this discussion, within yourself and with others, get super duper connected 
in a body heart way to what it is that you want for yourself some people so for example in my signature program we take people from zero to 1.6 million and beyond some people do it in less than a year but that's the, the whole point of the program and we've had people that have gone past a million we've had people that get to six figures we've had people in one instance one person got to like she didn't even get to 10 grand and this is one of the funniest stories and i was really upset at the time but now i understand the wisdom so she got to like so we do it over 14 steps and she got to like step six or seven and she's like, Dan, I don't need the program anymore. I was like, don't be a quitter. You ain't quitting. You ain't quitting. <laughs> she's like, no, like, I actually like what I do. I don't want to change it. And I've got enough money so I can move out of my house and buy this little boat. She lived up in Victoria Island, Canada. She goes, I've seen this boat. I want to get it. It's going to cost me like 150 bucks a month for me to moor this boat. I love painting houses. That literally fills my heart with joy. And I want to keep doing that. So I, I don't need it anymore. And after a bit, I was like, oh, damn, she's actually found her her happy place right and then I've got you know like Alan for example he's doing multi-million dollar flips now he started off making 30,000 a year in his in his his, his career and now he's literally doing multi-million dollar flips that's what he's doing and he's ready to go and get more and there's people you know in between and people beyond that but every single one of them is doing what they want to do they're not trying to churn and burn and go and get all this money because people said that they have to do it or they need the white picket fence or they need the Range Rover or another Rolex or whatever the thing is. Like they're living life in their own terms. Drop whatever stories that you've been holding up until this time about what you want and start with a clean slate and really tap in and ask yourself, what do you want? And then make the journey about getting there, not where other people say you should be. Mm. Mike, I, I know. And, and I, I think that, <laughs> We tell people where they can find you and then we'll close the show and go to Patreon. But Kels, what do you say about over on the Patreon, you and me and Dan have a powwow about what came up when you asked yourself? Because I know you did it, Kels. I did it too. Okay, yeah, what that sounds fun. Round table, Patreon really round table. Yes. Okay. What do you think, Dan? Dan the man, Let's sound do good? It. Okay. Do it. Oh. <laughs> Easy. Dreamwithdan.com. That's where to find me. Dreamwithdan.com. Uh, you can check out my podcasts. You can check out my books. You can check out soon my film my first film is going to be out uh probably october manifest exciting. nation love that's it exciting my blog um and free resources but dreamwithdan.com that's where all the things happen and can we get the name of your signature program just in case anyone wants to look more into it micro to millions micro to micro millions. to millions got it yeah here's the thing you can't buy the full program anywhere you can only get the entry-level program anywhere which is kickstart micro to millions kickstart it's like 500 bucks or something six week program that covers a basis mm -hmm. and only if you handle the basics and it's aligned with you then we'll allow you to come and do our bigger program but we don't let people do that unless it's aligned beautiful Word. i love that okay great yeah. well everybody yeah. i hope you've enjoyed dan as much as we have because this has been <laughs> such a great start to my week i hope it's been a great start oh, to your thank week you. and i will see you guys over on the patreon Kels, anything before we go no that's it. <laughs> Flying high over here. Excited to do our round table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, our round table, that's going to be awesome. Go to patreon.com slash high vibe. That's where we post all the extended versions of every episode and fun goodies for you guys as a thank you for supporting the show. So yeah, we love you. Have a great week. And you know, remember that your nature and go hug a tree. <laughs> Lindsay wants you to have a tree. Put your face in the sun. Try to see your butt crack. See what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we gotta close. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. Oh, okay, bye guys.
thanks so much for tuning into the show and being a part of our high vibe in it community. Make sure if you're loving this episode or any episode to subscribe every week, we're coming out with new content for you guys. And you can also join our email list. So lindsayrobinson.com, kelseyaida.com. We send email reminders every week about the episodes. If you want to be also in the loop that way, and be sure to connect with us on social at Lindsay Robinson and at Kelsey Aida. And of course, if you guys want to join the Patreon to get bonus content, extended episodes on video and exclusive hangouts and things that we only give to our VIPs, you can join at patreon.com slash high vibe. You can start for as little as three bucks a month. So super easy, super quick and super fun to be there. Also leave us a review. If you guys love this episode or any of our episodes, go tell us about it in the reviews and share with a friend that needs it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week and have a great one. 